Hey everyone, I'm John Ferda. And I'm Kayla Wallace. And this is Sage Sage After After Listening. All right, guys, this is episode one of Sage After Listening. Today, Kayla has a surprise yes. story for us, and we're just going to kind of dive right into it. That's, what do you got for us? We're not going to do any intros or anything? Do you want to do intros? I feel like we should do some intros. We'll do some intros. So I'm John Ferda. Um, I'm a firefighter for the city, and me and Kayla came up with this podcast idea basically because she is a true believer, and I don't believe in ghosts or supernatural or anything like that because he's lame i'm lame (laughs) but uh the premise of the podcast is basically that she is going to tell ghost stories i am going to try to debunk them um as best as i can coming from my vastly superior male intellect um (laughs) and we're gonna just kind of see where it goes yeah i'm ready you ready? I think right. I'll convince you before you can convince me. You got you to gotta do your intro. My intro? Yeah, introduce yourself so the people know who they're listening to. Okay, well, I'm Kayla, or Kay, whatever your heart desires. Um, I work in healthcare, but not the respectable kind. I am on the back end in a home office paying claims. Super boring. Back end. Um, yes, back end from the rear. Um, something interesting... Um, I have a mouth tattoo and I practice witchcraft. She does practice witchcraft. So I am trying to learn tarot She's and all of the other things. Hopefully casting a spell to make this podcast successful. I can do that. Yeah, I think you should do that. <laughs> we need every little bit every little bit of help we can get. No, people want to hear us talk. Of course they want to hear us talk. I mean, listen to us. We're awesome. Yeah. Perfect. All right. So what is this story that you've got for us today? So okay. I'm hearing this for the first time. So this is going to be a surprise for all of us. Our first episode is the Lizzie Borden house. Oh, I have heard of the Lizzie Borden house. Okay. So I don't know. I don't know anything about it. So this is going to be good. Perfect. So, but you have heard Lizzie Borden took an ax, gave her mother 40 wax. When she saw what she had done, she gave her father 41. That's That's a good rhyme. I like that. I did not come up with that. I didn't think you did. Oh, I couldn't come (laughs) up with it. (laughs) Whatever. Um, okay, so we'll start with some history. Um, to kind I love of, history. To kind I have a of, degree in history. Do you? No. Oh, okay. Um, anyway, <laughs> so we'll start with history so we can kind of see why it's haunted, like why it's, you know. Um, so Lizzie Andrew Borden, born... My middle name is Andrew. After her father. Interesting. Yeah, narcissist. Um, but anyway... July of 1860 in Fall River, Massachusetts, which I am not familiar, but I think that's like about an hour-ish away from Boston. Okay. So you can't call yourself Bostonian if you live there, but you know, you can call yourself Boston adjacent. No, because- It'd be like you saying you're from Pittsburgh. But I'm like 20 minutes from Pittsburgh, so I am from Pittsburgh. Yeah, well, it's debatable. Whatever. Um, So her father, Andrew, struggled uh, throughout his life, but ended up- prospering from the manufacture and sale of furniture and caskets so he became like loaded off of this that's diverse um yeah how cool is that caskets furniture and, caskets. and caskets 
Yeah. He's like, you know what? Furniture sales aren't doing well enough. Let's sell some other shit. Because <laughs> everybody dies. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> never end, a never ending business. Not everybody. I'm getting cremated. I'm getting turned into a tree. That's fair. Um, but he remained frugal throughout his life, even okay. though he could like afford things. Um, it was very common back then for people who weren't well off to not have indoor plumbing. But he was so cheap, he opted to not have indoor plumbing. That's really cheap. Yeah, it's disgusting. When, when did this take place? When is this supposedly happening? This happened, so she was born in 1860 and then like 18 ish, eighteen years later. Okay, so this wasn't like 1950 where everybody had indoor plumbing. This was like mm. indoor plumbing was like the thing. Yeah, it was, it was like, the thing. Hey, only like, only rich people had it and he was rich. <laughs> you don't have to go outside and dig a hole. <laughs> I don't think they did that, but maybe. I don't know. They didn't have indoor plumbing. <laughs> um, so three years after Lizzie's mom died, which I could not find a cause of death, um, he married a woman. Wasn't in... it an axe? Uh, no. Oh. He married Abby Gray. Oh, okay. Who Lizzie and her sister Emma essentially grew up with as a mother. However, gotcha. did not get along, referred to her stepmother as M- Mrs. Borden. Oh. Um, they rarely ate meals together. That's tense. Um, she had a feeling that um, Abby married her dad for money. Okay. Which, you know, gold diggers, they exist. They do in all, exist. In all times. They do exist. I would, I'll be, to be honest with you, if I had the option to marry a rich woman for her money and she wasn't bad looking. I mean, I, you could do I, that. I think I would. They have sites for that. They have websites? Yeah. I wonder if I could take my girlfriend. What? Like take, come, like take her, like take you with. Oh, be, maybe you know, like as like a. Yeah, maybe she might like. I'll just be like a trophy husband. You could check it out. I'll have to. But um, so they had a very religious upbringing. Um, she taught Sunday school. She was in multiple religious societies. Whatever. Um, strict household. There is hearsay of her father being abusive, but it's. There's really, like, n- no proof. Yeah. I feel like that's one of those things that comes up in a lot of these stories. It's like, oh, their family was They're abusive, troubled. and that's why they killed them. Kind of. It's almost like a justification thing. Yeah. You know, um, oh, well, it's the not only, so bad that she murdered her dad. The only the incidents of, like, him being, like, semi-abusive is there were a bunch of pigeons in their barn. Okay. And apparently Lizzie, like, built them, like, a coop in there. Like, she kind of considered them as, like, pets. Okay. And her father wasn't hype and took a hatchet and for killed. All of you, uh, for all of you older viewers, not being hype means he wasn't. He wasn't really into that. That wasn't his <laughs> thing. Thank you. Just wanted to translate some of that slang. Yeah. Because I know that can be a little confusing I, for some of our uh, I'm a hip, more geriatric. A hippie young. Yeah. Hip youngster. Busting. Bust, it's bussin'. Uh, yeah. Busting. busting. It's busting. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> for real, for real. No cap. I'm, I'm done. <laughs> but he killed all the pigeons with a hatchet in the barn, and she was like super upset because That's so she, violent. It is, and you have to be like very talented. I feel like to kill pigeons with a hatchet because like they can fly and pigeons stuff. Pigeons can fly. Yeah, that's one of their main defense mechanisms. Yeah. So is being way up in the air. He was very talented. Just imagine this man in a barn, like flinging wailing, like a hatchet, <laughs> just wailing on pigeons with a hatchet. First off, that's terrifying. I know that he chose that. I know. Well, there's so remember many ways. remember that detail. Okay, I'm remembering the hatchet thing. Um, so she was upset. She stayed at a boarding house for four days. Okay, whatever. 
So we'll fast forward to the murders. So dun, dun, dun. it starts, which, you know, it's really funny. I actually did not put what day this happened. Oh, August 4th. I didn't need to. I didn't World need to. World class researcher. I actually, <laughs> hey, it's at my first episode, um, but I didn't even have to look it up just now. I know. Asterisk. Um, I know that it was August 4th. August 4th. Yes. Is August, when she murdered him. August 4th, 1892 is what's what's that's what, the day of the murders the day of the murders was august 4th yes. 1892 yes so it started the whole day starts at 8 45 in the morning mm-hmm, as most days do. lizzie's uncle john you were there i was there reincarnated tell me if you remember anything i will i'll let you know um so oh. he was staying with the family uh he left to go run errands and to visit another niece in a neighboring town at 8 45 so Usually, Lizzie and Emma would be the ones to like clean up bedrooms, make the beds, do all that, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but for whatever reason, Abby went to go make John's bed. And this was between like 9 30, 10 in the morning. Okay. She is struck on the side of the head with a hatchet. Abby, her sister. Her stepmom. Stepmom, right. Stru- struck with a hatchet. I'm paying attention. Um, fell over and then was struck 17 more times. Okay. That's a lot. Yes. So. After this happens, no one knows she's dead yet. Um, Except her. Andrew, her father, comes back from a walk because he would take morning walks. Okay. Mental health walks. As one needs. Um, yeah. He actually had to knock on the door and be let in because his key was jammed. And there, so Maggie is their maid. Okay. Maggie was the one who had to let him in. And she recounts at court that, um, or not to, not at court, but like to so the, Maggie, poli- to the police officer. Maggie's in there with a dead body. Yes. Yeah, so this happened. This happened on the second it. floor, like the murder happened on the second floor, and then Maggie is on the first floor letting Andrew in. Okay. Not okay. allowed to. Not allowed to go upstairs. Apparently, she was not upstairs. She did hear Lizzie laughing upstairs though while she was letting Andrew in, and that's what she told police. Oh. So lets him in. She helps Andrew lay down for his nap. She took his boots off for him. <laughs> this is like ten thirty. So then... Two hours have passed since this murder. No one has... No. So the murder happened between 9.30 and 10. Okay. So half an hour. Yes. Maybe an hour. So he lays down on the couch for a nap. Mm -hmm. Maggie then goes up to her room, which is on the third floor. Okay. To nap for herself. Um, Right before this, Lizzie mentions a department uh, store sale and asks Maggie if she wants to go. And Maggie's like... I'm tired from taking care of all you bitches. Um, I want to nap. So <laughs> I took off. A, I took off Andrew's shoes, man. I'm going to bed. Yes. I've I can't believe I, I can't believe I have to undress a man to take a nap. Like that's insane. Terrible. So that is like 1030 ish that Andrew lays for his nap. Okay. At 1110 in the morning. So like, what is that? 40 minutes later. I'm good at math. 40 minutes later. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Lizzie calls Science. to Mag. <laughs> Lizzie calls to Maggie and tells her to come downstairs quickly because her father's dead. Okay. He was struck ten to eleven times with a hatchet. One of his eyeballs was split in two. Hatchets tend to can do that. Isn't that crazy though? Yeah. His like little tiny eyeball. So, you know, everyone's like freaking out. Calls the police. Um. So the investigation. Lizzie changes her alibi like multiple times. Like 
first she hears groaning and scraping, and then the second time she doesn't hear anything, apparently. Um, the police are suspicious because she has, like, this very poised and calm attitude. Mm-hmm. You know, somebody, like, something very weird for your father and stepmother to just be murdered. Yeah. Um, father and stepmom were just axe murdered, and you're acting like nothing's going on. Well, right. Hey, yeah, it's just a typical Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, that's, what? No big deal. Um, so the police find a broken hatchet. Um, so the, the blade part is detached from the handle. Okay. So they find that. Um, they also. Presumably with blood on it. Well, the hat, no. So there wasn't any blood on it, oh. but it was broken. Okay. Um, they find bloody clothes, like a bloody dress. Mm-hmm. Um, and at first they're told like it was paint. Mm-hmm. And then later in court, Lizzie says that she was menstruating and was too embarrassed to say she was menstruating. And just covered head to toe. In it blood. was instantly it, dropped because men were so afraid to talk about periods back in the day. Yeah. They were just like, oh, you're on your period. Okay. Oh, yep. whatever. We're not no big deal. We don't actually know what happens. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> you just, <laughs> I'm on my period. Blood exploded <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> It actually, it started leaking out of my eyes. <laughs> Head to toe. <laughs> it was a disaster. Um, and it there's even, there's even, um, pr- like someone um, mentioned that they saw, I think it was her sister. Her sister mentioned she saw Lizzie burning the dress, but okay. it's not, burning the dress that had blood and or paint on it, um, but it, there was no proof that that was the actual dress she had worn that day. Okay. Um. There was also proof that Lizzie had gone um, to a drugstore and inquired about, I don't know if I'm going to say this right, hydrocyanic acid. Okay. She claims she inquired because it helps remove stains from her fur, like fur coats and stuff. Oh, okay. Not like she's furry. No, she she's, fur I don't, okay. no. I mean, she might have been furry. It was she 1800s. I don't Armenian? know. Armenian? I don't think so. Oh, okay. But did they really shave their legs back then? That's true. Or I don't armpits think they or anything? Well, no, I mean, I think it started, I, th- I think some people did. I don't think it was the style. I don't know. I don't know. We're talking about the times when. I don't think people started shaving until like Women the didn't bathe. I've seen while they, were on their, while they were on their periods oh, back then. What? Women didn't bathe during their periods. They oh were like. God, everything, everywhere you walked, it must have smelled like pennies. Ew. <laughs> Gross. Yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> I didn't do it. It's not like I'm not. I know, but it's so nasty. It but, is nasty. But, um, so the second day. Like the night, like, so the night of, everyone stays in the house. Her uncle comes back, stays in the room that Abby was murdered in. Okay. Fucking That's creepy. Weird. That is weird. Um, People the police, were built different back police, then, yeah. yeah, they sure were. Police surrounded the house all night to like keep watch, and they saw Lizzie and her friend Alice go to the cellar with a lamp in a slot bucket. Okay. But they didn't like see, they like didn't see anything. Um, so Lizzie's like number one suspect. Yeah, clearly. Um, she was there. Bloody painted clothes. I'm actually surprised being the time period that the maid wasn't one of the first people suspected. So you would think the help the, like immediately like, oh, this one's, this girl's a lady technically. Like she is the lady of the house. You know, her, her stepmother is, you know, right. runs the house essentially at this time of, you know, this time period. And Lizzie was so. I think it was because I think because Maggie, her story was more consistent. Like she didn't change her story. 
you I know, guess that would make sense. Andrew came home, she did this, Lizzie said and did this, but Lizzie mm-hmm. was the one who was changing everything, and then they saw Lizzie acting strange afterwards, and she was so calm about, That's you know, true. they show up and Maggie is like a mess, and then Lizzie's like, oh, yeah, whatever. That's true. I mean, people weren't like you know what I mean? brain dead at that time. They just... Right. And she was like, so she was the biggest suspect, but... In court, she apparently had a really good defense attorney back then um, because they were like... Colonel Sanders. <laughs> no, I actually do have his name. Wasn't he we... a lawyer? Was he a lawyer? Or did he just colonel make chicken? Colonel Sanders? He wasn't a real colonel, by the way. I don't think he was a lawyer. Andrew, the South, Andrew Jennings was the Andrew name, of, Jennings. Was the name oh, of her. Oh, wow. There's a long lineage there. Am I missing somebody? Oh, no. I'm Something? thinking Jenner, not Jennings. <laughs> <laughs> and... <laughs> And Jenner wasn't the lawyer. Jenner was. Kardashian was the lawyer. Jenner is who she, Chris Jenner married. Right, right. Ignore it. We'll cut that. Okay. <laughs> um, but they said, so John, John Morris, the uncle, was actually her dead mom's brother. And they were saying how maybe it was John Morris because he just like stayed in that room and like it was it was unfazed and he was mad about how much money Andrew was giving to his new wife's family mm-hmm. and he felt like entitled to that so you know there Money's was always an issue there was that then also the night before the murders the whole family was like violently ill and like they thought maybe the family had been poisoned, although they didn't find <laughs> they didn't find any poison. In... They found her with seventeen axe wounds to the head, and they're like, it might be poison. <laughs> well, no. It so could. they were so they were think, thinking that if somebody poisoned them the night before, that maybe somebody was out to get Andrew because he was not well liked in the community. Oh, that's right. Well, the man made coffins. Well, yeah, it's a necessary member of the community. <laughs> Hey man, I don't know. In furniture, so he was the couch connoisseur. They, um, they, she got acquitted. She never got charged. So okay, so she never was charged. She was never charged. Um, obviously, because her, evidence, you know, her means and, nothing. Her and her sister remained living in that house. Okay. Um, and then she died in 1927 from pneumonia. Okay. okay. And that is that. Now, my question is, where's the supernatural part in this? I'm getting there. Oh. I was giving you the history as to okay. why it would cool. be haunted. You know, gotcha. like dead. So the history is that Lizzie Borden murdered her family, mm-hmm. supposedly. And now they Obviously, haunt. she was acquitted. So, I mean, the justice system obviously never makes mistakes. So, uh, presumably, she murdered her family, and then she died in this house mm-hmm. in 1927 at the ripe old age of... Old as shit. That's math. According to the, she was born. She, what did I say? She was born. She was born in 1860. Okay. So you so, do that math. Yeah, she was 60 something. She was old. 67. That's old for the 1800s. That is. That is very old. That's a ripe old, ripe old age. Um, she tried to change her name. She well, not really. She went by Elizabeth Borden, but people still knew who she was, and she was kind of disliked by everybody because people were it's like, "It's not much of a change." No, it's not. It's like Superman, and she's not like she glasses. she didn't move. You know, people like knew like, yeah. "Oh, you killed your dad and your mom." Right. Um. Okay. <laughs> I'm going deep undercover as Yon Jerda. <laughs> <laughs> no one will know. I'm actually going as John without an H. <laughs> <laughs> totally different person. <laughs> who that guy? That's not me. You're just gonna wear a toupee. <laughs> I'll just take my glasses off. 
But anyway, the house. So this is like the main thing. So the okay. house is a bed and breakfast. Okay. So you can stay there. Okay. Um, I hear it's very expensive. That is, I did not look up prices. But I we, imagine it's got, it's we like can, one of those like supernatural tour things. So like, the oh, most. You'll totally be haunted here. Come stay. So you can stay, but they ask, they actually ask guests to not be in the hotel from, or in their rooms from 10 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. Because that's when they do tours. Okay, so this is totally not a marketing tactic by this bed and breakfast. <laughs> so there are different rooms. Mm-hmm. Um, so we can... Most, just... most bed and breakfasts do have different rooms. Well, Very yes. good. So in Andrew Borden's room, okay, there have been... Where am I? Oh, so people claim that if you leave money on the dresser, Andrew Borden's ghost will not bother you. <laughs> I... <laughs> But it doesn't disappear. The money does not disappear. Oh, it just stays there. It just sits there. But if you, it's like an offering, kind of. Gotcha. You know how we leave cookies for Santa? Just, cookies for Santa and money for James Borden. <laughs> Andrew Borden. Yeah, that one. <laughs> Isn't James Borden someone to, alive today? James Corden? James Corden. Carpool karaoke? There you go. <laughs> Is it James I knew Borden I was, a person? I knew I was close. <laughs> I was on the right track. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> I was going the wrong way down one-way street. I got it, though. So people have experienced... Um, so people will stand in the same, like the spot where um, like Andrew Borden was... Like right where... Like above the couch where Andrew Borden was killed. They mm-hmm. have... Speaking of, they have the couch that he was killed on. You can sit on the actual couch. Is there blood on it? I think there are blood stains on it, yeah. But it's black. You can't really tell. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Um... People have felt cold spots. People have felt being pushed and kicked. Um, some people have said things about spectral cats, which would make perfect sense in in this case. I, I mean, if am there here was... for it. Well, they had a barn, so they had like a bunch of different like animals running around. Okay. Um, but a ghost cat? Yes. A ghost cat? Yeah. Yes, please. Um, I'm surprised there aren't ghost pigeons. Ghost pigeons. You think, considering how violently they were murdered. So, in Lizzie's room, people have experienced being choked while laying in Lizzie's bed. That's fucking kinky. Um, some people have experienced rocking chairs rocking by themselves. Okay. Um, the bookcase in Lizzie's room is locked now because the doors would fly open. Okay. So, bad hinges. So, what? They're just... Sometimes, sometimes things... I have a... Uh, little coffee table, and the doors will not stay closed on it to save their life. And they just move by themselves. Yeah, this door, this door right here, this door will open constantly. Your house is probably haunted. I don't know if it's haunted or if it's just built crooked as shit. Well, anyway, um, so apparently every few months the fire alarm will go off at three oh eight in the morning. Only three oh eight. Yep, that's interesting. Um, let's see. So in Abby's room, just as a caveat, um, as I work as a fireman, and every fire alarm in, that ever existed goes off in the middle of the night. It's called the law of inconvenience, <laughs> and anytime it means anytime anything can go wrong, that's going to be an inconvenience to you. It's going to happen. <laughs> so that's all they're experiencing. It's just the law of inconvenience. Okay. Um, people have seen a shadow person in Abby's room. Okay. Now, the most haunted room is the John Morse room, which is the where her uncle stayed, and which is where her stepmom got murdered. Murdered. Okay. Um, this is the most haunted room in the house. Mm-hmm. 
people that stay in this room, which I've read that you have to win like a lottery to actually be able to stay in this room. You can pay for the other ones, but this one you have to like win something. Um, most people don't make it through the night. They leave in the middle of the night to go stay somewhere else. Um, people have seen Abby standing over them. I'm going to do this now. 100% <laughs> I want to do this. Uh, we could definitely make a trip and go stay. I would make a trip and stay in this. I want to win this lottery. I will be so scared. In fact, <laughs> since we're now basically famous, I feel like we should just email them and be like, hey, we've got a podcast. Why don't you just let us Probably. There's been a lot of like people, um, like oh. those shows, like Zach Baggins has been yeah, there. Ghost Adventure. Did he try to fight Lizzie Borden? I actually did not watch the episode. Okay. He probably um, tried to fight. But we will talk about different paranormal investigators in a little bit okay um so she's either standing over you or she's lying where she died okay um she has been known to throw the covers off of you Mm -hmm. um a lot of people get a sense of gloom and they feel like a fogginess in the room and then things moving around like off the shelves and stuff that's interesting um I feel like I want to try to experience all this for myself because I always like hearsay anytime it comes to ghosts and stuff like that. I'm always like, oh, these people are playing it up because they paid a lot of money to stay in this room. And if they came back and they're like, you know what, though, I won't I won't lie to you. So a lot of what I'm telling you is I couldn't get it on any like travel. Like it was it was like people's personal experiences. Like they don't say this stuff on like the website. Um. And there are there are a lot of people who are like I stayed there and like nothing happened like I okay you know so I'd be so disappointed if I paid to get under this lottery I get there and I stay <laughs> the night and nothing happens it's just an average room I'd be like what the fuck give me my money back I would be a little relieved at least at least have like the B and B bed and breakfast host come in pretend and like, yeah like throw up a, a rock at me or something <laughs> just from the corner in the shadows um be like whoa so on the third floor. It's called the, I might be saying this wrong, Hosea, H-O-S-E-A, Hosea. Yeah, no, that'd be Hosea. Hosea Knowlton Room. Um, Two young children haunt it, and I have read, so I read two different things. So it's either the woman next door killed her children, or a distant relative of Lizzie Borden lived as a tenant in the house, and Mm -hmm. she killed her children by throwing them in a well. Okay, this is a big footnote. There were more murders? Yeah, so... There was a mom and she killed her two children, either next door or at the house. Okay. I've read two different accounts. Okay. So That's... she threw them into a well. Okay. That's a hell of a way to kill your kids. Yeah. Reminds me of the ring. It, yeah. That's very similar to the ring. Maybe the ring was based off of this. No. Maybe that one part. <laughs> I'm surprised nobody like heard these kids. Like that seems... You know, you don't just get thrown into a well. well she, sure if she was like a, a tenant in Lizzie Borden's house, Lizzie Borden, I mean, she yeah, probably, she's all about murder too, she was so probably like, it. nah. So two children haunt the room. Um, there's a toy chest. So people have seen like toys being played with, but nobody there. Okay. Um, and then people have had their legs lifted up. Like Which people, is super creepy. If, yes. something, if like a kid touched my legs while I was if laying in bed. If anybody touched my legs, yeah, you're, no, I'm going to be fair. laying okay, there anybody. and someone just lifts but my legs. especially, those tiny little creepy hands. Ugh. How are they strong enough? Well, they're ghosts. How are they ghosts? That's fair. <laughs> that's that's, that's where fair. your belief fa- fails? Yeah, how are they strong <laughs> enough to pick up my legs? Okay, good Ghosts point. I buy, but kids strong enough to pick up my legs? Nonsense. Dumbass kids. <laughs> <laughs> For anyone who has kids, they're dumb kidding well parents will be the first one to tell you not to have kids that's true but and they're correct i digress 
Um, so Maggie Sullivan's room, also third floor. Okay. Shadow people have been seen. Furniture okay. has been moved by itself. You know, the typical. Typical um, those things. Typical poltergeist so then activity. They named a room after her attorney, Andrew Jennings. So there's an Andrew Jennings room mm-hmm. and the sewing machine turns on by itself. That's super creepy. It's, what a handy ghost. Sounds annoying. Sewing machines are so loud. The creepiest part about it, this ghost loves sewing. <laughs> This ghost actually makes you um, moo-moos to wear to bed. <laughs> There's never helpful ghosts. There's never ghosts who just go in and they like find your car keys. And do your chores for do you. Do chores. Like you come home and everything's vacuumed and all everything's in order. And you're like, oh my God, what a wonderful haunting. <laughs> so this house, so uh, this house has been on a lot of like ghost adventure shows and like paranormal, okay. but I am going to bring up kindred spirits show have you ever heard of that i have not heard of kindred spirits i hadn't heard of it either um but they brought in a psychic named you know what that's on where is it where can i watch it oh that is a good i don't know i didn't i don't know all right we were gonna plug it but who cares well we can anybody can look that up i mean everyone has access to google google it yourselves pussies (laughs) um so they're named adam and amy Okay. And they bring in this psychic named Chip Coffee. And okay. when he went in, he, he felt he could feel the agitated, um, angry, sad spirits. Okay. So how disappointing would it be if you brought a psychic in and he was like, Oh yeah, you're good. There's nothing here. There's nothing. You guys are all just insane. <laughs> he wouldn't have a job very long. No, he wouldn't. Um, but they they bring in a um a spirit box. Do you Ooh, know what a spirit box is? I do is? know what a spirit box okay. is. So I play this game called Phasmophobia once in a while. Is and that the one you should Yeah, it's the, the ghost hunting game, and they have a spirit box in it. And, so uh, they have... So I know all about it. I'm basically a professional. They have a conversation with Lizzie that okay. I am going to read you. Oh, just a casual conversation. Hey, but, what's up, with Lizzie? This, with this ghost. Um, so Adam asks the spirit to tell um, her name, and she mm-hmm. responds, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. Adam goes... You're going to have a lot of people coming in here to try to talk to you. And most of these people are going to try to talk about. And then before he could finish, she says directly. Just the word directly. Oh. Um, Adam says, yes, they're going to talk to you directly. She then goes, I'm lost. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Typical <laughs> like, woman. Is, is, <laughs> like, is she saying, is her soul lost or is she like mentally like lost? Like, why are these people uh, coming to talk to me? She's probably confused why these people hundred and. 10 years later are going, hey, what's up? Um, so Adam goes, the I'm people confused. that own this house now also own the house. And then he gets cut off. She says, don't say anything. It's not me. <laughs> um, he goes, people are going to try to ask you what happened on 2nd Street. We're trying to warn you and let you know to see if that's okay with you. She goes, please talk to them. Are you there? He goes, so are you saying it's okay for people to come to talk to you about your past? She says, come back. Is she like a magic eight ball? <laughs> what magic eight ball can, says come back? Can we talk? Try again later. Um, We're sorry. Lizzie Borden is not currently available. <laughs> Please leave a message and try again. <laughs> he goes, what would you like to talk about? At this point, um, Amy can feel somebody walking through the room. Adam goes, do you miss someone, Elizabeth, from your past? She goes, you get used to it. I'm upset. And he, and he goes, what are you upset about? And she says, stop, stop it. 
alone. I tried. Okay. That's that's pretty um, creepy. I want to hear this conversation. Do they have I wonder if they recorded it? They probably did. You probably you probably can. I bet you we can look it up. We'll see. If we can find it, we'll post it on our Instagram. Yes. Truth. Um, so that is the conversation. Okay. Which is she's not much of a conversationalist. No. Well, usually through the spirit box, you don't get like you only get like phrases and stuff. Yeah, that's true. I imagine it's because um, of a cell phone. So that's what I have for haunted. And then I just have a couple of fun facts. Okay. I'm all here for fun facts. So Elizabeth Elizabeth Montgomery was in the show Bewitched. Okay. And she played Lizzie Borden in a show. She's she's in a lot of shows. But sure she is distantly related to Lizzie Borden. Really? Yes. Well, that's cool. Um there is a lot of like pop culture. They have done shows, um, Broadway plays. Broadway? What Broadway play is she in? Um, you know? They're just called, it's just called like Lizzie. Oh, okay. Um, and then most famously, Christina Ritchie plays her in a movie. Richie or Ritchie? Is it, I thought it was Ritchie. Is it, it was Ritchie? Christina Ritchie. Oh, whatever. The girl that played Wednesday Adams. God. And then my last fun fact is, well, not my last, but big one. The autopsies of Abby and Andrew were done on the dining room table, which is in Ooh. which is in the bread and bre- bread and bed the bed and breakfast the bread and breakfast <laughs> bread the, for breakfast the bread and bed fist. <laughs> yes, that's typical. That sounds um, like typical eighteen hundreds. But they, I mean, well, science. like I said before, the the couch that he was killed on is still, still there. there. Um, I think one of the beds is still there. Um, they have pictures in the rooms of the crime scenes. That's pretty chaotic. What? So the the rooms you stay in, there's pictures of the crime scenes. The you can bodies there. Or... Yes. Oh my god. Yes. That's horrifying. Um, they also have like random Ouija boards around in the rooms. They advise you not to use them, but you can if you want. <laughs> Here's a Ouija board. Don't touch it. Like they just have them out. That like sounds like free. this is set up to be like such um, a. They so it's a bed and breakfast. So they they yeah. serve breakfast in the morning. Um, bread for breakfast. Bread for breakfast. Um, they have for like on the buffet, like it's like a buffet style type thing. They have a picture of Andrew's like daddy, daddy, daddy. <laughs> I can't talk. This is why I should be able to talk daddy this body. <laughs> Andrew's daddy body. Andrew's dead body. They have it like a picture of it displayed next to the breakfast. You know what? That's a tactic. That's so people don't eat so much at the bed and breakfast. <laughs> They're like, here, here's the some breakfast raspberries. is only like an extra like twenty five bucks. I think I saw twenty five bucks for a breakfast. <laughs> okay, it's probably continental. God, what a racket! <laughs> I'm gonna do. I'm gonna open. That. I um, I think the other rooms are pretty cheap to stay in. I think I saw like between like I think. I think they're like fifty bucks to stay in. I, okay, I well, could be wrong. Terrible. I might. We could always double check that. That's one. Yeah, that is one piece of information I did not really research. Bed and breakfast. Um, but that is it. That's okay. the Lizzie Borden house. I dig it. I dig the story. I mean, that's an interesting story. Um, I'm not necessarily convinced. It sounds like it's a lot of money ploy. You know. What I about the spare box? But what do you? I mean, well, I mean, I haven't heard the recording yet. Maybe it's a lie altogether. So I think. Yeah. What are your thoughts on this? Do you? I mean. I mean, you... I'll be the first one to admit that if I think like something's a sham, it's a sham. Yeah, no, um, I, I agree. What makes me think that this is real? First of all, there's most definitely has to be negative energies there because. How so, do you so many... negative energy? You just walk in and get bad vibes. Yeah. 
Kind of. Just walk in, you're just like, this sucks. So it's like going to like a. Yeah. Well, people say people say that they feel a sense of gloom when they walk in. I feel a sense of gloom when I walk into like church. Well, that it just says something else that we will not discuss on the air. Yeah, we won't discuss it on the air. (laughs) Um, I too feel a sense of gloom when I walk into church. (laughs) I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Or like the you know the dentist office. But what makes me believe is that. A lot of these are first person told story. Like people didn't tell the like there's no reason for someone to get on like Expedia.com and like write their experience because they're not getting paid. It's not like Expedia is like, yeah, like we'll pay you if you get on here and say this happened to you. Expedia might not. But what if this Lizzie Borden house is like, hey, you know, go get a couple friends together. Hey, go write some reviews for us so people believe it and they come. You really think that they're going to pay people to write reviews? 100 percent. People write people pay for reviews for everything. I guess. I don't that's know. What, what's the first thing you do when you're looking up a new place or you're looking up, a, you know, somewhere to go? What do you hey, look for? Read the reviews. Read the reviews. Yeah, so but who the, wants to stay in a haunted ass? Well, that's I guess the best, like, grassroots advertising you can do. So, I mean, that's just my thoughts on it. I'm not necessarily, you know, I'm not going to come right out and if these are true, be like, hey, you fucking liar. But that's my first thought. That's what I go to whenever I see reviews. I know if we end up ever staying here, I will be scared. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's I still scary. Scared. Like, even, listen, even though I don't believe in ghosts, I still walk up the stairs at night a little fast. I mean, come on. That's just like. To me, that just says that you maybe believe in something. You don't is, know what you believe in, but you believe in something. I believe in monsters coming to get my butt whenever I'm walking the up. Butt the, monsters. the butt monsters coming to get me. <laughs> <laughs> Are you afraid you got some butt pirates living here? Uh, I got some butt pirates living in my house. And if I walk up the stairs with the lights out and I don't hurry, they're going to get me. It's scary. No, you'll be fine, though, because you have um, cats. I do have cats. That's right. And cats are supposed to prevent from spirits coming into your house. So are black cats not, is that not a lucky thing? No, it doesn't matter. That's just a, a weird superstition. Yeah. Okay. I love my black cats. I, yeah, I know. They, I like the black cats, too. They're my babies, and I haven't been haunted yet, so... That's true. So it's either the cats or it's that hauntings aren't real. One of those two. <laughs> it's the cats. <laughs> two, it's definitely the cats. It's the cats. 100%. Because My cats aren't black. My Tyler are always says, um, he's like, well, I feel so safe with the dogs. And I was like, yeah, if a murderer tries to come in, yes. I have a black dog. What does that mean? You don't have a black dog. He's brown. He's, well. He's brown. He's definitely not brown. He's like. He's. He's. Mocha. He's very dark. He's mocha. I have a black dog. You do have a black dog. That's true. You Actually, have a big black dog. my house is pretty. You get a BBD. <laughs> my house is pretty punk. Um, three out of the four animals are black because we're just punk. we're punk. Captain has a. Uh, he's got one of them swoop haircuts too, kind of. He actually has like a fluffy fur, like fur. It looks like a collar. That's right. He's got like he's, a mane. He's like bougie, a little bougie with his little fur collar. <laughs> we are getting super off topic. Yes, now. we are. But um, okay. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that is our first episode, uh, the Lizzie Borden House, and we didn't really dive too deep into the uh, investigatory aspect of the podcast, but it was a nice little start. Do you have any closing comments? Yes, I'm going to tell everybody that they should go follow us on Instagram. Yes. It is sage period after period listening underscore podcast. Go follow us on Instagram right now. Yes. And listen to our podcast. And subscribe. And leave us paid reviews. (laughs) 
or just free. Or free reviews, whichever one you prefer. Shoot us a text. We'll give you. And like remember a to sage after listen. Have a good one. <laughs>